Welcome to MTG Ectoplasm, your home for spirit, tribal, and magic the gathering. I'm your host, Dwight, aka DiBlanco, a medium that wears an extra, extra large. You can reach out to me on Twitter at MTG Ectoplasm, or you can email me directly at mtgectoplasm at gmail.com. Like I ask each and every single episode, hit that follow, like, subscribe button. It could be up here or over there, down here. I don't know where it is because you could be streaming right now live on YouTube or if not on Twitch, or if you're listening to this podcast right now, you could be listening on, let's say, Spotify or Google or Apple podcast where I'm saying, Thank you, but please hit that follow, like, subscribe button. It means a lot. And it lets you know when the latest and greatest show comes up. Also, remember, this is a free show. I'm not charging you a dime, a nickel, a ruby, an inti, a peso. Hell, I'm not even charging you a ruble, which I won't go there. But I'm just saying, not charging you anything just because of the fact of gas prices. And I'm a friendly guy. Look at this face. So remember to share this with your friends and family about this show because it's Magic the Gathering content. And uh, I'm talking about spirits, so you can't beat that. Now, like I do each and every single episode, I want to introduce the driver of the, per, uh, driver of the show, the engineer, the one, the only, the ravishing Renata. How you doing, ravishing? Oh, oops, I hit the, I had to, so go ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm doing quite well. Oh, there you go. So do you think this is going to be a great episode? I think, uh. This is going to be an awesome episode. Well, see, she's excited, ladies and gentlemen. She's jovial. She's giddy. So let's get this thing started, shall we? Well, before we bring in our special guest, because we do have a special guest in the house, we got to talk about the sponsor. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I got a sponsor here, and it's Greg's Games. That's right. Greg's Games at 2103 Whitehorse Mercerville Road, Hamilton, New Jersey, 08619. That's right. Greg's Games. Let me just tell you, I love this place. It's, uh, uh, he started off small and he expanded it because you know what, ladies and gentlemen, he does Magic Gathering, he does Pokemon, he does Yu-Gi-Oh, he does uh, tabletop games like uh, Warhammer and, and Dungeons and Dragons, and he has you know uh, just a plethora of games. It's a moral, you know, just a moral imperative just to go there. He has games galore, and they're playing live. So if you're into Magic the Gathering, ladies and gentlemen, they got Modern, they got Pioneer, they got Standard, they got Commander, they got anything and everything. So if you're in that Trenton area, or if you're in Philly, and you want to come over, come over, or if you're in New York or Baltimore, hey, we're in the middle of everywhere, bro. Come on, or sis, shall I say? So come out, check out Greg's Games, 2103 White Horse, Mercerville Road, Hamilton, New Jersey, 08619. Now, that the pleasantries are over, said, and done with. Now, we said hello to the ravishing one, right, ravishing? There you go. She's nodding her head. And you know a little bit about me. I'm going to bring in on my special guest. This individual has been with me almost a full year now. Uh, he is the moderator for the spirit, uh, spirit community on the Discord group. Uh, he has a lot of insight. He shared a lot of uh, knowledge with us and i'm actually very happy to bring him back onto the show uh he is available at dr cats 11 on twitter he also is available on uh twitch as it is at dr cats x i which is also 11 in roman numerals with that being said ladies and gentlemen i'm proud to bring on the one the only the incomparable Dr. Katz, welcome to the show, Dr. Katz. How are we feeling there, my friend? And you got him on mute. <laughs> feeling pretty good, Dwight. Thanks for having me today. I appreciate it. Looking forward to talking a lot about modern, maybe a little bit about pioneer. Um, 
the recent banning we've had. Um, um, I know you had D-Star on recently, talked about the urian list. I'd love to talk about that a little bit too. So looking forward to it. So I'm glad you keep in, you know, check of the show, you know, you know, I, I'm one of these individuals, you know, I, not only do I talk the spirit game, I make sure the guys who play the game come to the show because I love them to give the insight. I had, you know, like you said, D star based out of Sweden, he's the individual who engineered the Urion spirit uh, deck. And then I had also Andre Scarra, the spirit master, come on the show. He sh- shared his insight, and especially on the Arion de- uh, deck. And I, you know, eventually, I, I did did uh, write down a couple of questions about this Arion deck for you as well. So sure. before we begin, Doctor Katz, what's going on with you? Share it with the spirit community what you've been doing, and uh, since we haven't heard from you since uh, what last last set? It's been a while, yeah. Actually, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so. Somewhat unfortunately, I feel like, um, and I know you mentioned this when you had Dre on the show with you, but um, we didn't get a lot of good spirits, you know, in these past few sets. Um, we got a couple that, that I think are worth mentioning, but we've had other upgrades. Um, some new lands I want to talk about from Kamigawa Neon Dynasty. Um, and we had a spirits make top eight in a challenge, which is promising, in my opinion. You um, can't beat that. The gentleman hit top five with a build that no one saw coming. No exactly. one saw coming. We didn't see any merfolk in top eight recently. So just saying. Ooh, ooh, ooh <laughs> shots fired. Wow. Right out of the gate. Wow. Yep. <laughs> well, the, basically what Dr. Katz is saying, if you're you know more from player, we do love you, but there you go there you go i'm just gonna leave it there but if you're a merfolk player we still love you you're part you still play tribal come to our side come to come to to the real side come to the leave the waters and come to the graveyard you know everybody likes heroes but everybody enjoys the villains let's let's just say it that way so dr katz let me begin by saying you know what? There was a banning. There was a huge banning, a monster shakeup. It was like a snow globe, like blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. I have to ask. I, I'm going to sit there and throw it out to you. Me, personally, I'm, I'm actually happy. But was what was your thought of the Loris banning, and was it necessary? <clears throat> well, I think it was necessary. Um my brother would be inclined to disagree with me because he likes to play Shadow, <laughs> Prowess, and all the great decks that Laris was in and kind of took advantage of. Um, but I think it was a good banning. Um, I think without Laris, a lot of these grindy, red-based, red-black, uh, mid-rangey decks are easier for us to deal with now. Um, it was definitely frustrating, you know, like you get into a top deck war with your opponent, you're both out of resources, they kill all your spirits, um, they're both kind of struggling, and you draw a quality, you're like, this is great, let me just hold that up. Pass to the opponent, they're just like, I'm just going to lure to my hand, I'm not going to do anything. And now you're like, oh, well, I guess I won't do anything either, I'll hold that color for Luris, but then they draw a removal spell, so... It makes, it makes the deck in a better position. I've been playing a little bit of Modern since the ban. Not a lot yet, but I'm kind of focusing on getting back into it. And it um, feels better. You know, um, the only thing I think I wish they did was kind of ban all the campaigns across the board. Um, yeah, I think personally, and this is just my take, um, and I'll, I'll probably die on this hill, but 
I think every single companion, even Zerda, even Garuda, like the ones that see no play should all be banned because I think that three years down the line, five years down the line, um, people are going to take advantage of every companion in some way or another because having that eighth card in hand is a powerful advantage. All right. No, I'm actually surprised you just said that because the fact that the Yorion build, you know, the, I know, you know. I know, <laughs> I know, and I want to talk about Yorion build. I don't think it's bad. I think it's good, but I just think the format as a whole would be healthier if we took a shot and just said companions are a mistake. Never should have made them. They shouldn't exist. You want the nerf? Let's get rid of them. That's my. I hear you. Yeah. All right. Now it's been several weeks now, like what, two, three weeks now since the banning. I've been playing personally MTGO, and let me just tell you, I'm, I'm enjoying not having to worry about or deal with, you know, uh, Loris. Very happy. Absolutely. But, but my thing is, it shook it up so much that you, the modern meta is you don't know who or what's coming you have to literally prepare for anything and everything but you're sitting there like what's going on now ban them all ban saga Uh, my brother wants saga ban too ban the mechanic Uh, Mm -hmm. i hate to agree i mean there's a part of me like well i just bought my foiled urion and i'm like "Eh, no but at the same yeah. time, like, yeah, yeah, I like there's several cards that I personally, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, there's several cards that I would love to have banned, and that's Ragavan. Just I loathe that little monkey. I, I, I'm not a fan of monkeys at all as a I, child, and I'll, I'll break it here. You're the first person I'm besides my wife who knows this. I was bitten by a monkey at 12 years old. I do really? not like monkeys, I loathe monkeys. Like, Oh, yeah. Let me just tell you, I, I do not like monkeys. I was expecting to have super monkey powers, and I don't. All I got is my head that looks like a sh- pain, like shaped like a peanut M&M, and that's it. So thanks, Mr. Monkey, for biting me. But with that being said, I don't like the, I don't like Ragavan. I do not like Urza Saga. But are they shaking up? Is it a problem in the current meta? Let's be honest with you. Sorry, question to answer. I think um, <clears throat> sometimes it is. I think sometimes it's not. I think it depends. You know, like <clears throat> Reckoning is a hard card to evaluate. Um, a lot of people hate the card. A lot of people feel it should be banned. I think, I think a lot of people have kind of come to the agreement that it's poorly designed because sometimes Ragavan does nothing, and sometimes it takes over the game and steals the game. You know, I'll, I'll never forget one of my first matches playing Modern post Run Horizons Two. Um, my opponent plays Ragavan turn one. I'm on the draw. I play my other vial. I pass the turn. They hit me with Ragavan. They get their treasure. And this was like some type of Boros prowess deck. So they're playing red-white. So they've got their mountain, I don't know, uh, planes or something, and they get their treasure. What do they hit off the top of my deck? Skyclave Apparition. Mm. They play Skyclave, take my vial from me with my own Skyclave. Game over. (laughs) Game over. I mean, I actually had that happen to me when I went to SEG Philly. The young man in front of me was playing Ragavan. He hit me, and I I played my Aether Vial, and what he flipped over was my Prismatic Ending. And he had a way to play it. I'm sitting here like, are you kidding me? He took away my 
my eighth of all, and it just put me behind. Yeah, and there was like, nothing I could do. So, so that like, I'm okay. Honestly, I haven't played enough against Urza Saga, but I played more than enough with the monkey. The monkey's gotta go. I the know. monkey, the monkey has to go. But you know what's tough with Ragavan is like we remember those games, right? Where it hits the prismatic ending off the top, or it hits the sky slappers and steals the vial, and you just like this card sucks. I hate this card. Right. But then these games have been like Ragavan hits you and it flips a land off the top, and you're like, oh thank God, I didn't get another land, and you draw a spell the next turn, so it kind of helped you. Or you know, there's games where you're on the play, you play a spirit, they play a Ragavan, you play another spirit, you play another spirit, another spirit, and Ragavan's just sitting there. Is a two-one. Just be like, oh, can't attack, can't do anything. But it's it's such a it's such a polarizing card. I think um, some games it takes over and wins off the spot after a hit or two. Other games mm-hmm. it does absolutely nothing. And that's why I think it's a poorly designed card. Um, it feels bad. It feels bad to lose to for sure. Now, one thing I will say is that it does leave open the opportunity for certain card designs. You know, out with a one mana. And I'll keep on saying it till I'm blue in the face. And I want the spirit community to join me in bringing Peekaboo. I like, we need Peekaboo to be designed and put out there. If they can have a stupid little monkey with three little abilities, why can't we have Peekaboo? Peekaboo yeah. is one of the greatest cards. Phil here says, yeah, just a poorly designed card and the dash mechanic is. Probably the most busted thing about it. Yeah, that's my, I agree. That's my, that's my brother, actually. He queued in. <laughs> that's your yeah. brother? Okay. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, yeah. He queued in to watch. Absolutely. Steal my sword of fire. Oh, dude. That's brutal. Yeah, that's the problem. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, it's a hard card to evaluate because it feels bad to play against. But you know what? My, my brother's playing Rakto Shadow with Scourge. When a few people slammed that, he had a recent 5 Congrats, Phil. Um, but, you know, like he was saying, Ragavan felt kind of underwhelming in the deck. You know, like Swiss Spear felt better. And it's it's bizarre. It's just such a such a frustrating card. Not not a good design. <laughs> so, and if I had, if I was at, like you said, a tournament you were at, when they took that ending and took your vial, I, I'd want to ban too. And if I was bit by a monkey, I would also want to ban yeah, they, like, let me just say, I went to SCG Philly. I was excited. I was going to show up and play and be in that 10,000, 10K. And then I showed up late. Well, the first one was sold out. I was like so upset. Next thing I'm like, they opened the second one. I'm there. And oh, I missed out. Damn it. Now I got to do a three player Swiss. And I, I ended up going toe to toe with, I forget. I, I know one was uh, eight rack. And I, one was, uh, I think, Boris Burn. Mm-hmm. Which I destroyed both of those, and then I faced Jund, and it was just like that stupid freaking monkey. Oh. I know. I want to, you know, like you know, you can make your joke here. I want to, sp- you know, like I literally want to spank that monkey. Just, mm-hmm. but you know, <laughs> insert joke here. You know. Absolutely, yeah. I hear you. Now, what do you think? Like right now, like before, the lures decks were the top decks in the modern meta. Okay, what decks do you think are t- going to start replacing it? I mean, we we still have Murktide that's still up there. You know, we have other decks that are slowly moving up the list. Which decks do you think are going to do something? It's a good question. I think, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I would say that isn't Murktide's number one. 
Definitely. Um, probably the most played deck in Modern right now. I think Scripts of Shadow and Hammer Time are both very good decks still without mm-hmm. Lyrus. I, I think, you know, we look at SCG results and there was very little Hammer Time or Shadow and people were just scared to bring it. You know, they were like, I don't have my Lyrus. I'm scared. How am I going to do? I think the decks need to adapt. I think they're going to recover. Um, Living End's been putting up some very good results recently. Um, yeah, we can beat that. Yeah, use, oh, that's that's a great matchup for us. We have Wander, we have Queller, we've got Force Negation, Rest in Peace, Chalice. Uh, yeah. Half our deck beats that deck. Um, and then I would say, this is a little bit of a personal thing, but I think Affinity is slept on. I play Affinity as one of my secondary decks, and I think that Affinity is very strong. I think a lot of people aren't prepared for it. Um I don't think Culligan's Command is enough to beat that deck. I don't think Shattering Spree. I don't think Force of Vigor is enough to beat that deck. I think you need Stony Silence. I think you need your Karns. I think you need your Fracturing Gus. I think you need to kill everything. Someone someone was telling me, you know, Herco's Recall. I don't like... It, that's a great thought, but the problem is, is the mana, the the artifacts are so cheap that they just yep. pff, spit them right back well, out. Like, if you're playing an uh, aggressive deck, like there's sometimes I used to play Hercules Recall and Spirits, and it works. You know, if you bounce everything to their hand next turn, you play a lore, you win. But you gotta win. You know, you can't just use your Hercules Recall and then dirtle around because they'll, like you said, replay everything. Over probably two turns, their whole board's full again. They're drawing cards with their thought monitors. And there was an affinity deck in the top eight SCG, and I think people are a little bit unprepared for it. And I think, mm-hmm. I think hardened skills is the same way. I think those two artifact decks are very strong. Um, but realistically, we'll probably see is it Merktide? Um, we'll see Living End, we'll see Footfalls, um, we'll see Urian Piles and Omnath, of course. Um, my least favorite decks in modern, um, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Part of the reason I want Urian banned, but I am glad that Spears can also take advantage of Urian. Um, yeah, I mean, I and I think Shadow and Hammer Time will make a comeback as well. So, now, I let mean, me ask you, be, with the banning of Loris, do you think Spirits got better, or is it just in the same place? Definitely better. Um for a couple of reasons. When you're in these grindy matchups now against Rakdos decks, Grixis decks, you're at even footing. Mm-hmm. Um, before, a lot of those matchups went down to top deck mode, and it would kind of be like like Tribal. Tribal versus midrange is a very um, a matchup as old as time. Like humans used to be one of the best decks in modern back in, right before I started playing, I think 2016, 17, maybe? I've been playing for four years, five years now. What's so the, I want to say, yeah, when humans was like the best deck in modern. Yeah, about let's put like that sound about years. right, something yeah. like that. Because I mean, spirits uh, is what 2018. Yep. Like, I mean, it, it's so confusing because Supreme Phantom came out at M19, but it came out in M8. You know, the year mm-hmm. 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think. When you, when you have these tribal versus mid-range matchups and you get into this grind, um, the game state gets such that it's like, all right, are you going to top second land or am I going to top second land? If you top second a removal spell and I top like a spirit, and we're at parity. If you top second land, I top like a spirit. Now I'm ahead. Now you try to remove the spirit. Oh, top deck rattle chains. So it gets, and then of course we have Marlon Hawk, you know, so, so I think 
I think those matchups are pretty even now where they were a little bit unfavored before. Um, and the other thing you got to keep in mind is people are going to be trying to play three mana permanents, right? Uh, you know, I, I think you talked a little bit about it with Jerry. People are going to be playing the Ilianas. They're going to be playing their season pyromancers. Um, people are going to be playing their Ranger Captain of AOs. And all those cards, juicy spell color targets. Mm-hmm. Juicy spell color targets, you know. Skyclave so, apparition. To, uh, yeah, apparition. Uh, yep, absolutely. So, so it's kind of has to get better. Um, I think. Uh, I think there's. I don't think there's a world where it gets worse. I, I'd say the only thing that could happen um, if these Omnath piles with mass removal and they go really big become super popular, it might be hard for spirits, but. We kind of have the tools to beat that matchup. We've got Kira, mm-hmm. we've got Burns and Forge Tender for Fury. We have Selfless Spirit for Fury, Rattle Change for Solitude, Jostle Captain. We're probably the tribe that has the most built-in protection of any tribe in Magic. Right. So if your plan is just slam a bunch of removal, you kind of have to be doing something else alongside of that, or else you won't well, get Andre Gusagura yeah. slightly, you know, convinced me, you know, during the last episode that I I, I had him on. That I should be really considering two drug school captain over, you know, I should put two, sorry, two drug school captains and then put in two Kira instead of the typical four drug school captains. And I'm sitting here like, it's hard. Like I, like I explained that episode, you know, drug school captain is that safety blanket, you know, the little binky that you had as a little kid that you didn't want to give it up. And that's, that's, you know, that's how drug school captain is. But now I'm like, there's a lot of effing removal. Let's be honest. There's tons and tons and tons of removal. Yeah, that's cute that, you know, Drug School Captain can, you know, give all your creatures hexproof. But what's what's better? Oh, a card that makes sure the first card they play gets countered. Okay, not a problem. Oh, yep. but if you go after it, okay, fine. You counter that one. Oh, but then I have a rattle chains and I can protect that spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, uh-oh. You know, like... It makes tons and tons of sense. So, like, I, yeah, Kira, Kira's great. Kira's a really well positioned card right now. And I mean, drives call the advantages. If you get two drives goes out, that's it. You know, hmm. um, no more removal for you. Um, even better than a Kira. Kira, they have to waste one, but they can kill it if they use two, although that puts them way behind. So, yeah, there's been metas in the past where, you know, we replace one drives goal with a Kira. Um, perhaps even two. But what I'm doing right now is I'm playing the four draw skulls. I got the four colors. I'm actually playing one less apparition. Um, really? And I'm, and I'm playing Kira in that slot. Okay. Um, and the other thing I'm testing right now um, as a 13th um, three drop is Cemetery Illuminator. The card okay. we got from, um, was it Innistrad? The recent Innistrad, I think. Yep. Yeah. And that card's been, been very impressive, you know? Okay. I've been liking it, so you're gonna have to keep me posted on this. So, ladies and gentlemen, you, you hear it first, Doctor Katz, the moderator over your spirits community on Discord. He has Spirit Illuminator in there, so like I'm telling you guys, don't uh, or young ladies as well, don't just sit on your laurels. You gotta sit there and try different things. Be a D star. You yep. gotta brew and see what happens within your local community. Me. My local community, I, I, there, I'm going to get to it later, but there's certain lands that I added and I put three of these particular lands in, uh, I'll say two are white, one in blue, but I'll just, just leave that hint there, that little, 
yep. little, you know, thing there. But, you know, you got to try, you know, what works with you and then share with the community. Don't be afraid to go, hey, this is what I did. Or if not, you want to try something wacky and go, hey, I'm going to go with a Orzov build or if I'm going to go with a Racto Spirit build, do it. Let's, yeah. let's see. I, I, I would love a, a, a multicolored spirit community where we go, well, we can go spirits in any and every single direction that nobody expected. And that's the benefit of our our creature base. You know, they protect themselves. Let's do it. Let's let's improvise. Sure. So let me let me ask you. Here right now, currently three spirit decks. Okay. And yep. ladies and gentlemen, when I usually say that, the first thing people go to is, oh, he's talking about Pioneer. Usually. Usually, I, I, it'd be 100%. You, you, mm-hmm. you get the Azorius, you got the Bant, and then you got the Mono Blue Snow. Yep. But now, in modern, we have a third. We have three builds now. Yeah, we, we have do. the Bant, we have the Azorius, and then now we have the Urion. Let me ask you right now. Which one of these decks is the cream of the crop? Scary. Which, which one's the best? Which one is the cream of the crop right now? Which oh, one, boy. if you were to sit there and say... You know, I have my hard-earned dollars that I worked this week. I'm going to invest in a deck. Which one are you investing in? Hmm. Yeah. So I have a bias for this question because I have one that I prefer out of the three. <laughs> I, I have one that I like to play that I played since I started playing Modern. It's my favorite deck. So I have to start with that, but I, but I, but I think all three. <clears throat> my my real answer is I, I I don't think there is a cream of the crop. I think all three are reasonable. I okay. think each one has an advantage. I think all three are good in their own way. My preference is Azorius. sixty okay. card. Well, well, um, just just for you saying all three. Yeah. Okay, that was that. That's the correct answer. Yeah. But right now, what I will say is that uh, I agree with you. I I love the Azorius belt. I'm. Not, I've always been a little meh on Bant, but I see the benefit in playing Bant in certain meta frames. Right now, you could get away with it because it vomits out creatures as quickly as possible. But right now, I think we need the interactivity, and the one that ch- honestly gives more interactivity right now. You may not. Uriah. It hurts me to say this is Urion. <laughs> Urion is the more <clears throat> interactive deck. You know, you got the prismatic endings, you got the uh, solitudes, you got the uh, subtleties. Yep. You have all these other cards that just sit there and make the deck hum. The only right. card I really have been questioning a lot, and I have zero, and I'm going to start begging the Ravishing Run over here, the Ravishing Renata. The, I just say deck. hi. Hello, Renata. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, sorry. She was on mute. Hi. There you go. Uh, let me ask her now uh, honey can i get no. the march of the un- wow <laughs> the march of the unholy light i need a play set of that book card because i have none zero. Quick, huh? <laughs> yeah the, she's yeah you kidding me you have to understand dr cats my deck is completely foiled extended oh, no. art the oh, alternate no. arts like uh, you actually liked i believe you liked on the, one of these groups my uh extended art foil uh Moreland oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I actually just ordered some some extended art Merlin Hans two days ago when I was at work. I had a lull at work. I had 20 minutes, and I was like, you know, I'm going to order the full art Atuara. I'm ordering the Agandra. I'm ordering the Merlin Hans. I ordered, I'm, I'm going to get the new Kira, too. 
from the secret. Like, they're really creepy. I've been, I've been thinking about that one. It looks like that. It looks like a little baby. Mm-hmm. It's in the fetus. Yes, <laughs> exactly. It's horrifying. Like, oh, like you want to squeeze. Like it's a little gummy bear. You want to squish it. Oh. <laughs> but, you know, I've been thinking about that. But, uh, honey, dear, sweetheart, the ravishing one. <clears throat> May I have the March of Unholy Light, please? Please extend the dark foils. Mm-hmm. Why are you putting me under pressure? <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Okay, there you go. I'm trying to get her, like, with the thousands and thousands listening around the world and having her live streams, like, yes, yes, yes. Oh, she did. There you go. Yeah, 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 but that's one card that I'll be honest with you, with the Urion belt. I was like, I, when I first saw the card, I thought it was a great card. I thought it was an interesting card. But I was like, Spirits doesn't play too much white. There's not enough mm-hmm. white. Mm-hmm. But with that Urion build, whoa! Let me pull. Let me re- Let me pull myself back. That is an amazing card. That's that's a stupid, great card. You know, it's an. I'm going to make sure it's an instant, correct? And then yeah. guess what? You tap one white, and guess what? There goes there's a saga. Yeah, bye. that's the appeal. Bye. That's the appeal. You're right. Absolutely. And what I can say, um. Oh, I, two mana, I get rid of a Raghavan? Oh, oh prismatic ending. What? Prismatic ending is a is a what a, a sorcery. A sorcery. You mm-hmm. kidding me? Two, two, boom, goodbye, exiled forever. Adios, arrivederci, mushimishi, konichiwa, adios. What they say in Hawaii? Aloha means goodbye and hello. Well, good hello, then goodbye. <laughs> Absolutely, it's an interesting card, you know. Um, and. I can talk a little more about like reasons you'd want to play Azorius or Bayon or Yuri. And I think <clears throat> the reason I went back and said like all three are good is because I think it depends on what you want out of the deck. I think it depends on the meta you have, if you play at your local game store. Um, Azorius is probably the cleanest of the three. It's the most consistent. Um, it's pretty good in mid-range matchups. You have access to Moreland Haunt. It's very aggressive. You know, you have your turn one sailors and your turn one Mausoleum Wanders. You kind of spit out your hand very quickly. Um, weakness of the deck is it's more of a tempo deck and you run out of gas. You run out of cards. And if you get into this top deck mode, you are you can't really keep up. You don't have collective company. You can't add your Yuri into hand. So it's a pure tempo deck. Um, but if you play really tight with it, I think it rewards that. And it's very consistent. That's probably why it's my favorite of the three. The mana base is consistent. You're not weak to Blood Moon. Um, whereas on the other hand, Vant, Vant has weaker to Blood Moon. Vant can be inconsistent with the opening hands. Sometimes you play your Hierarch and it dies, and you're like, oh, no. That was my whole plan. I'm kind of screwed now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got to remember, you know, Counterspell exists in this format now. So Collective mm-hmm. Company is a lot harder to resolve than it used to be. Mm-hmm. And I think um, people who like Collective Company, I'm not saying it's a bad card. It's a great card. But it's hard. It's hard out there for Collective Company sometimes. But if you expect a lot of, like, Hammer Time, Living End, like, combo-y decks that aren't trying to move your creatures, ironically, um, that's really good because you just flood the board and take over. You got your turn two spell callers. Um, and to your point about Urian, yeah, Urian probably grinds the best. You know, Urian has the most removal. It has lots of interaction. It's the only deck of the three that can actually deal with Merktide Regent cleanly with a Solitude. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, if you're playing one of the other Spirits builds, you kind of have to rely on your Shackle guys and hope you can tap it. 
I would have never thought to say, say that Shaco Guys has become the one of the it cards and spirits. I would have never, I could have never seen the day that I would ever say that. And today is the day. It's so good. Yeah. And I think it's frustrating, you know, because a lot of people look at Shaco Guys and they're saying, oh, yeah, it's okay or it's not that great. Like, a card has won me so many matches of magic. Mm-hmm. Like, you play that card uh, against Hammer Time. And if they don't have like enough creatures out, they're done. Exactly, they're done. Just tap down their hammer creature every oh, turn. Oh, you, you you're gonna attack with? Oh no, you're not attacking my friend. No, 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 no. no, no. no the ink, you, hold on, you put you put the, that on an ink moth nexus, and you're thinking you're gonna win. Oh no, no, no! Like it, it's like the what the the Family Guy, the little uh, Rosita, wherever her name is. The, oh yeah, the, the, yep. the Mexican maid come out. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> You know, it's just yeah. yeah that's Shalgeist is like sneaky, sneaky underrated card. That's very helpful. I slept on it. Like it's funny. Like there's certain cards that I just completely sleep on. I'm like, eh, eh. Mm-hmm. but this brings me to my point that peekaboo needs to be made. And I've I've rescinded. It no longer needs to be blue. It needs to be a white card. I'm saying yeah. now peekaboo should be a white card. One white mana, mm-hmm. one one flyer comes into play. Mm-hmm. Look at the opponent's hand. Mm-hmm. And draw a card. Love it. <laughs> One white. Just saying. If we can have a Ragavan, we can have a Peekaboo. We can. Maybe Modern Horizons 3. Maybe it was a, maybe Lord of the Rings set will have a little, um, I don't know what the ghosts are in Lord of the Rings universe, whatever they're called. <laughs> whatever they're called. I don't, I don't care. As long as it says spirit on the tagline, I don't care. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that would be interesting. You know, it's it's funny. People ask me, like, what would what would it take for spirits to be tier one again? What would it take for spirits to be like one of the best it's, sexy it's, it's already there. It's 1.5. I call it 1.5. It's not one one, but it's 1.5. It's definitely this two the tier two BS now. It's definitely not a two-tier deck. I've smashed yeah. I've literally seen two tier decks and I've smashed them easily with my eyes closed. And I still yeah. don't understand how to use MTGL correctly. Just saying. <laughs> Like I had, what is this one thing where they bring Archon of the Dark, some black? It's a reanimator. Yeah, Yeah, people are scared of this deck. I wiped the floor with this deck. I was like, please, dude. Like, no disrespect, but would you invest? No, no, get that thing away from me, please. Very hard, very hard to resolve an instant or a sorcery against a spirits player. No, very hard, very hard. And that brings you to my point. You know, like I. I'm gonna give you a boring answer right now about what would make the deck tier tier one again. Okay. Or like tier zero. Very boring answer. Um, reprint Mausoleum Wander, give him a different name. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I would have gone with Ghost, you know, Peekaboo or Ghost Attendant. Peekaboo is cooler. I, but, but you know, the reason I say that is because But how about Ghost Attendant? People sleep on Ghost Attendant, the other card I thought of. What was the other one? Ghost Attendant, it's a white and a generic. <laughs> Uh, it's a one, no, it's a two, one flyer or one, two flyer, depending on how they want to do it. And it's ghost quarter on a spirit. That's why it's ghost attendant because ghost quarter ghost attendant. Interesting. So do they get a basic land? Yeah, that's it. So they get a basic, Hmm. but it comes in the play tapped just like ghost quarter. Oh, comes up play tapped. That's interesting. I haven't thought about that. That would kind of give it's like a death and taxes feel to it. I would like that. 
But think about it. It's like the, the, the way I thought it was like I saw the first image in Dissension, these ghosts. I'm like, oh, ghost quarter. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Well, ghost they need a ghost attendant. We got that new Capetta. There's like a little mafia ghost here that's coming in. And exactly. And if it, it fits the, the uh, what was the uh, Ravnica feel with the white. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. We, we get the peekaboo. We put the, you know, the ghost attendant. Go, uh, go, go, yeah, the, go, the ghost attendant. A quarters, sure. sorry, quarters attendant. Quarters attendant. Ah, ghost quarter. Okay. Quarters okay. attendant. That's the okay. better name of it. Monty, if you want. Has to have one. Listen, Mark Rosewater. I know you watch this show. Oh, you don't. I know you don't. But if you're watching this show, make Peekaboo and uh, Quarters Attendant happen. Just saying. Or, the, or the, like I said, reprint Wander, different name. <laughs> That's okay. a boring answer. But, because, but, but I think both, like any of those three, would actually reinvigorate. Because let's be honest, the one mana spot, man, it's. Yeah. Our three spot is solid. It's Chef's Kiss. It's, oh, I know. It's second yeah. the t- the the two mana spot. Delicious Chef's Kiss. Yeah. The one spot. I mean, all we have honestly is Mausoleum Wanderer in a stupid spectral sailor that you have to put a four mana in to to, <laughs> to get a four mana. Yeah. Look, I would have kept my mouth shut if it was like three. I would have been okay. That's a solid, but four freaking mana. Nah, pal. Nah, 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 nah. Actually, you know what's funny? Three would have been great because you three would have been color. awesome. You don't have color if opponent doesn't do anything. Draw a card. Be amazing. Yeah. Well, you know what? The reason I say wander, and I know it's boring, but think about Mill, right? Mill was a deck that was kind of a meme, and Mill is a lot better than it used to be. And I believe Mill is great now. I believe a big reason why is think about it. they got another crab, and it's the same crab except what has one more toughness, one less toughness as each instead of something like something like that but the thing is you know if we had another wander we would have so many games where you go wander turn two wander wander turn three lord your dad your dad you know i mean it's 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 simple and like a deck like burn would never win against spirits literally never it'd be impossible you know um so i was talking to my burn friend and he was like don't do that i don't agree with that like he's like that would be you know, busted and Pierce Pierce instantly be tier one, and I'm not complaining about that. I, no, I no. Like, why would we? Would. We're we're both biased. Why would we? <laughs> the other thing, though, I would like to say, be a little more creative. I would say is uh, two mana, one one flyer, a blue and a white. Okay. When this card deals combat damage to your opponent, draw one card. Oh, so build, oh, 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 when that creature right. does damage, or any creature, just that. Okay, because yeah. when you said it, I was thinking any creature. I'm like, bing! I mean, if you want to be unreasonable, I can be unreasonable. My unreasonable choice is a two mana lord, two two flyer, blue and a white. Each time, and it has all other spirits you control get plus one plus one, and the ability when this creature deals combat to it, just do an opponent draw a card. I see. Mm, mm. You play that, you play that, you attack for four creatures, draw four cards. Basically playing Yuri and now just blink everything, you attack with everything, drops five cards. But I guarantee this is what you're gonna get. We're gonna get something we're gonna end up getting a one mana creature with phasing that does some type of phasing ability. That'd be interesting. And uh, trust me, like mm-hmm. they're they're leaning spirits in that phasing direction. Yeah. And it's like yeah. come on. Like I, I see it. I see it coming. It's like yeah, great. We're gonna go phasing. You know what would be funny? 
you know, we didn't get many good spirits in the past few Innistrad sets, but what if we get like some mafia or some spirit in your opponent? You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind. I, I, can I, my, you know, I hearken back to um, and you, you might know this as an EDH player. What's the Ghost Council of Orzhov? You know, yes. the, uh, mm-hmm. the other another Orzhov spirit thing. Like I think it was like what two, three black and three white, or like something, something like that. Some, yeah. some re, re stupid thing. If there was a spirit that was good enough that was black and white, I'd play Asper Spirits. I think that'd be interesting. I, I don't see why people don't play Orzhov Spirits now. There's, it's a, it's a, it's potential. The only, the only reason why people don't really play it, and I'll be honest, is here. There's no lord. There's no Caucasian lord. Mm-hmm. If we had a white lord, that'd be a different story. <laughs> no Caucasian lords. <laughs> well, you know, I gotta be careful because you know people go. Mm, I see how you are. Mm, you know what yeah, I mean? Dude, I don't want to be that guy. So it's like. Mm, yeah, you're right. Also, Captain and um, Phantom are blue. That's yeah, that's why because you know the. In today's society, you got to really be careful. That's why I'm like, no, no, you're right. Absolutely. 100%. I'm like, trust me, it hurt me just me saying that. I was like, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think so. Back to our original question, I think all three spirit stacks are fine. I think all of them would be a reasonable choice to register for a tournament. I agree with you that it's tier 1.5. Um, I don't think it's tier one, but I think it's a good deck. And if you play very tight and you learn the patterns of the deck, you can do well. And D Star has shown that. Amen. Well, let me ask you. Yeah. Well, let me ask you. We know that Azorius and we know Bant are true staples of the spirit community. Is Yoriana a staple? Is it a staple or is it just like a flyby name? Not a staple. Um, in my opinion, for two reasons. One is that it's not popular enough yet, but if more people start playing Urian Spirits and Spirits picks up steam and we see more top eights with Urian Spirits and people start respecting the deck and registering it, then yes, it will be a staple. Um, the only reason I don't call it a staple is because I think Urian will be banned eventually. Um, okay. I, not right now, but I think that in time, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, depending on your perspective, I think um, it's probably going to have to go. You know, um, <laughs> maybe I should be playing it now because that's kind of my attitude, taking advantage of it. You know, this is what I tell people: you, with regret, the term regret. Either you regret doing something, or you regret not doing something. To me, the worst regret in life could be the regret that you didn't do. And the reason why is you had an opportunity and you missed out just because you were unsure. Now you can go back and go, man, that was a stupid thing I did. Man, I regret doing it, but at least you did it. You know, you you, you will strike out 100% of the time if you don't swing that bat. Right. Maybe I'll play so, your spirits in my next league. You've encouraged me. There you go. Like I, you got to give it a shot. Like, and that's yep. that's why I invested. Like, like I tell everybody, I I have the band, I have the Azores. Like every version of spirits that is out there, I have. I mean, sure, because if I'm going to be a person who creates content for the spirit community, damn it, I better have these damn cards, and I better be yeah. playing them left and right, so I can share my insight with everybody. Agreed. Yeah. With, I, I with this Yorion belt. Yeah, this Urion build was let me tell you it was a god smack. It just I was like, what a top five with spirits? Okay, let me look at Dude, this dude put in twenty more cards. Are you effing kidding me? Like, okay, fine. Let me look at this leg, and I'm like, okay, I got to talk to this guy. 
and that's what sold me. I was like, okay, now I, I literally am one card away from completing the deck. And that's a card that I'm going to get to in a little bit. Urian? No, I'm no, no, I, I have, I, I got the full, trust me, I got the extended art foil Urian. Play the yeah. deck, play the 80 card deck, just don't play Urian, and you'll lose fine. There you go. <laughs> well, let me ask you, this is the next question, ready? Okay. With the printing of Channel Lands, like Janjo, the Seat of the Empire, or Otawara, the, the Soaring City, mm-hmm. how much has this helped out the Spirit deck, or Spirit decks? I think it's helped a fair amount. I think they're very good cards. And I'll be honest with you, you know, like I, my brother and I were playing some casual table magic yesterday. He's playing his prowess deck. I'm playing my spirits deck. Not a good matchup, but you know, he, he attacks him with the soul scar mage, manamorphose, and I use a ganjo, kill a soul scar, discard it. And then I'm able to, you know, hold up quality the next turn. And not have to take a risk of calling a man and Marvel to get my color bolted. So I think a Ganjo's good. But the card I've been even more impressed with is Ottawara. You know, Ottawara is, so you got to remember, these channel lands are uncounterable. You know, because these yes. aren't, you're not casting a spell, you're channeling. So the only way you counter these abilities is if you got like a stifle effect. Mm-hmm. And like they're, not making it, land. they're not yeah. making stifle cards. No. Make stifle squander. That's my other thing. Make wander stifle. Kind of your fetch. <laughs> oh, I would. You give me. You give me a spirit with flash with stifle. Oh, oh boy, <laughs> that would be amazing. But you know, like Atawara, if someone has a big Murktide Regent and they just exile their graveyard, pay four mana, return it to their hand. Good luck replaying it. Mm-hmm. You know, like those those cards are very good like just to just to speak about how strong they are the top the deck that won scg um the paper tournament a very mm-hmm. big tournament a lot of money on the line living end player he had two autoars in his deck and one boseju and part of the reason they do that is like your opponent plays rest in peace you can use autoara bounce it return it to their hand you know like um they've kind of replaced brazen bar with these cards now yeah uh-huh. If someone has an ensnaring bridge, bounce it. I had a game where I was playing against Control, I want to say. I have a Lavinia and a Kira. They're both legendary. Right. So that makes that aware cost two mana. Mm-hmm. So I bounce their Teferi back to the hand, hold up spell caller. They try to play Teferi again. Oh, it's quelled. Those cards are very good. And I think they're I think they're underrated right now. I've actually taken out my canopy lands. The ones that a lot of people okay. play it's the ones that you know tap for white or blue you deal damage are you still playing those or you took them out nope, took them out i did the same thing at first i'll be honest with you well technically this is what i did i ended up putting two aganjo and one Ottawara. okay sure. i took out both of the uh, canopy lands and then i i forgot what i, I think i took out one of the maybe one of the uh, plains or islands or something no, I actually took out, and you're gonna you're gonna go Dwight. What the hell are you doing? I originally took out one of the uh, Cavern of Souls because I was playing with three, and I was like, really, there's not a lot. And then I started facing a lot of control. I was like, okay, let me put that back in. But then I ended up pulling back one of the uh, Morland Hunts. Yeah. So I was like, okay, all realistically, all you need is one Morland Hunt. But sure. that, let me just tell you that Ottawara. Hmm, but I'm a huge, you as the former huge fan of the Aganjo. 
Huge fan. Huge. Yeah. I, I love that card. There's no interest. That right there, single-handedly, mm-hmm. I think improves every single spirit deck out there because the fact that we are playing white and the fact that it's in, uh, it can't be countered. Yep. Oh, fine. The best part, it, you know, I, most people complain. It's like, oh, I wish I could do it at the end of the turn. I wish I didn't have to worry about dealing with it in, in an attack phase or blocking phase. Who cares? Like, I, I hate to say it this way. Who cares? Yep. You have a 2-2, and they're sending their prime time at you, primeval titan. Come at me, bro. I'll block. Not a problem here. Take four. No, prime time is gone. Yep. Bye. Aloha. No. There's a lot of tricks. Yeah, you know, I had a game where I had three man up. I was just holding up spell color, holding up a ganjo. My opponent attacks in with a dash ragavan. Two mana dashes in that ragavan, just a ganjo. You know, like, and I'm I'll color for something else. You know, like, it's, yeah, the cards are underrated for sure. I think. I think the thing that would make me consider going back to Horizon Lands if we get a blue-white one. Mm. If we get one that's blue and white, because then it would be perfect mana. But then we have to deal with, okay, that's harder versus burn, that's harder versus prowess, that's harder versus aggro, now we're taking a lot of damage. See, it really depends. Honestly, it also depends on the meta. Yeah. It also depends on the meta. Because it's like there's times where you look at the meta and go, hmm, should I, should I lean this way or should I not lean this way? You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. So like before, I was, I was like good. you, I, I want I wanted the white blue horizon lamp. Why now I'm like, I don't care. I you don't, don't care. care anymore. I don't gonna... care. I, I, if they could make a channel land, a white blue channel land, that I don't know, a instant board wipe. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. Okay. And I, I all I got to pay is four man. Like, let, let's let's go. Let's go. Sup- stupid supreme. Uh, supreme uh, verdict. I think that is right. The the yeah, one that wipes out all the like yeah. the, the huge board wipe that can't be cut. That is a channel land. I'm in. I'm in. You know who would play it though? I, I would. Hand, I personally hands down would play it because <laughs> oh, so I put selfless spirit. Boom! I yeah. force. Come at me, bro. No, yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, the lands lands are really underrated. They're very good. I've been like surprisingly impressed with them and. You have to remember, before Sky Club Apparitions printing, Spirit's Weakness was dealing with a resolved card. Mm-hmm. You know, we couldn't do anything. Once someone was on the board, it's got past our spell card. It's got past our, our other threats. So, like, we have Apparition now, sure, but that's one of the reasons I'm playing three Apparition. I've mm-hmm. got two lands that can be removal spells in certain situations. So that's why I think, like, both those have been a big help, um, especially to Azorius especially to the Urian versions. I can probably play two of each. I think that's what D-Star was doing, if I remember correctly. Um, mm-hmm. But Ban, Ban, I don't know. It might be hard for Ban to play those because they need the mana. You're getting ahead of me. You're getting ahead of me because this is the next question I have for you. Ready? Sure, sure, sure. Besage you, okay? Besage you. Yep. Who endures? Because it did endure, okay? It endured a lot of trials and tribulations, and Besage is still there. Sure. It is the hot sexiness of all channel lands. I have to admit it. Me personally, I'm, at first I'm like, no. But then looking at it and revising, I'm like, yo, that card is so stupid good. Does it fit in band? I think one. One. I want to put, personally, inside, me personally, I yeah. would love to put three. But realistically? 
What? I mean, you can. <laughs> you can, but you 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 would have agar all over your face. You would you like you, you remember the old uh, uh, Bugs Bunny cartoons? And oh yeah. Nick says the guy makes a fool of himself and it says sucker and he looks like a lollipop. That would be my face yeah. if I put three in there and fine. Realistically, sucker or like what the the, the donkey like jackass. That would be me if I, you know, if I really did that. Realistically, one. You might be able to fit one. I mean, there's there's a couple things you could replace your forest with it. Mm-hmm. So you're not losing any consistency in the mana, but then you can't fetch a forest, which, to be honest, isn't really that relevant anyways. You're not doing that often unless you're facing a blood moon. And if you're facing a blood moon, you kind of want your island and your planes before your forest. So you could do that. I mean, like. Technically, you could put two in there. Like that's and that's 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 going. You're going wild. You're getting crazy. Cats and they're dogs living together. Mass hysteria. They're me. Well, what's the sea? The sea destroys artifacts, enchantments, right? I want to say and planeswalkers. And planeswalkers. And non-basic lands. Non-basic lands. Non-basic lands. Uh-huh. I'd say. Um, I mean, destroying. Trying to think here. Obviously, we don't care about destroying like a rest in peace or something. No. We could destroy a snaring bridge with it. Okay, you know? let me bring it up. Ready? I just want to make sure I read it to you. Uh, channel one in the green. Discard Bazaju who endures. Destroy target artifact, enchantment, or non basic land on opponent control. Sorry, I was wrong about the planeswalker. planeswalker. That was uh, Ottawara that does the planeswalker. Then play the, that player may search their library for a land with a basic land type, put that card onto the battlefield. Uh, and then shuffle your library and cost one less for each legendary. legendary. So That's since we don't play so it's like a ghost quarter, like so, so you could you could play it against Tron. That's pretty nice. Uh, you know, love, let's love see, uh, Urza Saga. Urza Saga, yeah, and Urza Saga. If you, yeah, yeah, Urza Saga's on the end. Yeah, man, that's the one I was thinking of. You just brought it back to me. Yeah, yeah, I, I'd say it's reasonable to play one in Van in that case because you got Urza Saga, you got Tron. Which mm-hmm. fans doesn't really want to see either of those decks, so that's that's reasonable. Yeah, I I think that's an interesting card, and you know it's funny because I'm also um, I play Death and Taxes, one of my second Death and Taxes and Fendi are rather two decks, right. and a lot of DNT players were like, oh, Leon and Arbiter, we'll see you, blah blah, they get nothing, you know, like mm-hmm. uncounterable land destruction, and some of them were having fun with that playing the green white taxes, so. It has some applications. Um, it's a cool card. It's cheapest, you know, two yeah. mana is a lot less than three or four. So I think it's reasonable. I, for, you know, you convinced me. I was going to say no. I was going to say I don't think you should play in band. Now I'm like maybe in place of a forest if you don't care about one. Yeah, I'd say minimum of one. If you're feeling frisky, maybe two. But, <sighs> like, look at me. I'm, I'm the idiot that has two of John Joe. I'm playing them. And let me just tell you, I have the two of John Joe and the Ottawara, and let me just tell you, Chef's Kiss, it works every single time. There's only been one time have I played that I got both of those freaking John Joe's in my hand that I'm like, yo, this sucks. But but I ended up playing a three-mana card because it's like, oh, I tapped this for white, I tapped this for blue. All this comes in. I'll get rid of the original one. Tapped. Oh, oh, yeah, the whole legendary, like, exactly so i played that and let me just tell you it worked so i'm like "Mm -hmm," you know i mean i guess you know as long as you have an excuse to channel it right like if you can play two because then like you just channeled the second one Mm -hmm. 
when you don't have to, but it's just a matter of hitting your land drops and stuff. So, but yeah, no, interesting. Yeah. Well, state you has some applications. In there, yeah, for sure. So I'm just throwing it out there. Like me, if you want to follow my lead to, to a John Joe, just saying they went out of war, but that's up to you. I'm not going to, you know, sure. you know, turn your arm for you give you an Indian, you know, uh, uh, with the, the arm burn. You know, yeah, be yeah. Careful Cause it almost came out of my mouth. I'm like, that's not politically correct. Let me just check <laughs> that arm burn thing that people yeah, used to I know what you're talking about. I remember that. Elementary school days. Yeah. <laughs> now, let me ask you, how do you like the spirit trial, how it stands currently? Obviously, you like how it stands. You think it's a 1.5. No. But do you think people should brew more like D-Star? Yes, 100%. Um, and... I think sometimes, um, how can I say this being nice? <laughs> I think sometimes that when people are kind of attached to a deck or a play style, and this is not just Magic the Gathering, this is everything. I play Super Smash Brothers. I play shooting games like Destiny. Very competitive person. I run, I play sports and stuff. Like people get attached to something and they don't want to let that go. So it's comfort. It's comfort. Yeah. And I'm the worst, you know, I'm the worst at that. Like I hate change. I like, I like to, when you ask me, which one do you like? I like Azorius, you know, Azorius, boring Azorius. Like I don't play a companion. But the thing is, honestly, we need more people like D-Star. We need more people like Nikachu, you know? Um, sometimes I think Nikachu's 80 card Merfolk deck's worse than a 60 card Merfolk deck, but I still think he should, I told him that, you know, I told him recently, I said, go back to 60 minutes now working. And I tried to be nice about it. I was watching. I was watching. Mm -hmm. Even though I was handing out medication and dealing with my patients as a nurse, you know, I did see that. I was like, "Did you see that?" Yeah. That, that's all <laughs> I could not, do. I was like, "Oop." And I'm not, you know, it's. But but the thing is, we need to innovate to know if it's right or wrong first, right? right. We need to experiment. We need to test new things. It's trial and error. Like D Star hit top five. It worked for him. You know, that doesn't mean it's better. It doesn't mean it's worse. Well, we need to experiment. We need to try new things. And the more, like, you got to think about it logically sometimes, right? Like, people will say stuff like, oh, Spirits is tier two, or like, travel decks are unplayable now. Um, but the problem with that is word travels. When people start saying travel decks aren't playable because of cards like Prismatic Ending and Fury, mm -hmm. people are like, oh, I really want to play humans, so but I'm not going to now because people tell me it's unplayable. So, less people are playing the deck, therefore, the deck's less represented. Mm -hmm. You know, like, think. This maybe, you know, think about statistically, like how many is it Merktide players you think go to a tournament? A lot, probably. How many do you think? Like, let's say, let's say we had a 100 man tournament. I'd see at least 15 out of 100 players at Merktide. How many Spirits players? Three, maybe? Two? Is it Merktide? No, no. A hundred? I'd say easy about 25. 25? I easily say 25. Then from that point on, I'd say maybe 15 show up with. Uh, hammer time, and then from that point, it just goes. So, here's my question. One or two here's my question, and this is some that I've had opposed to people. Let's say we had 25 spirits players. Do you think we'd see more spirits top eight? Yeah, of course. Or, oh, yeah, you know? but people have this tendency to attach to what the top thing is, or this is the best, or even if it's by margins like this, you know. So, like, we need to experiment, we need to innovate. We need to get out there. You need to represent. And that's why this this podcast is good. <laughs> Frankly, thank, you. You know? thank you. I humbly appreciate that. 
Now, my, my, my thing is that I, I was actually, you know, there's a part of me that wants to do in a uh, Orzov build and just just try to innovate. And then I'm like, well, what why would I use him in the one mana spot? I'm like, Toppelgeist. Why not use Toppelgeist? I, I, you know what Toppelgeist does, or not, not real, or you remember. I'll, I'll read it for the audience. One white mana, it's a 1 1 flyer. When Toppelgeist enters the battlefield, tap target creature and opponent controls. Simple. Yep. But then, you know, this is the fun part where we, the Brewers, have to figure out it has Delirium at the beginning of each opponent's upkeep. If there are four more card types uh, among cards in your graveyard, tap target creature that opponent controls. So, guess what? It Every does the same thing as Shackle guys, but the only difference is I have to have Delirium. Yeah. For a one white mana, a one one flyer. Mm-hmm. So I mean, this is where I'm like, you know what? This is where I'm starting to go. I'm, I'm actually leading. There's another pestilent, uh, pestilent, uh, pestilent spirit. Mm-hmm. One black, two generic menace. I think it's like a one three. Every card you have has death touch. Oh, interesting why not build around that and just target your opponent's creatures leaves them wide open oh my spirits just fly sure. through yeah you know, these these are things that you know i say and you know it's like people are all Dwight, you're saying it why don't you do it well i don't want to be the only person here who loves the spirit tribe you know it's like <laughs> I, I want i want people like besides me i want the world to experiment try let's 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 cut through the veil of just Azorius, Banth, and now Urion and go, what can I break through? How would how would how great would it be if you're known to your fellow gamers as Dr. Queller? How would you like to be known as Andre Seguera? How long how much would you like people to go D Star now? You become those names. You become synonymous in the spirit community. How great, how awesome would that be? Let, sure. let me be the content maker. Let me sit there and share your knowledge, your worth, your understanding, you breaking through the mold and saying, no, I'm number one and I'm coming through. I'm kicking down the doors. I challenge you, the spirit. I want you, the spirit player out there. Listen to what I'm telling you. I want you to succeed. I want to be your Uncle Sam. I want you to build a spirit deck that, you know, that, steps outside the norm kicks ass take names do what you gotta do walk in and say hey uh, i'm here to chew bubblegum kick ass and i ran out of bubblegum yeah you yeah know? i mean and, and i think part of that innovation and experimentation is you have to be willing to fail right exactly like you know like you can try something and it won't work and you're like oh well i tried it i thought it may be good it wasn't let me try it again let me try something different you know like and having that open-mindedness let me just tell you most of the millionaires and billionaires out there they became rich and successful because of failure okay before i started this podcast before i became a nurse okay before i was just a just an idiot moron okay i i Decided one day I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I became, I started my own business. I successfully owned the business for 12 to 13 years until I sold it last year, 2022, 2021. Now I'm like, I'm, I'm getting in spirits. I'm doing my own thing. I'm now going to try something different. I got to change. I got to evolve. Spirit community. We need to go. We need to evolve as much as we love 
you know, the Bant and Azorius and, you know, we got to grow. I mean, look at Nikachu of, you know, of the Merfolk. Yeah. He's not sitting on his laurels. What Merfolk has always been known for what? Mono blue. They're now going Azorius. They're going, is it? I don't even know if you've seen the is it build. The is it build is stupid good, but it's so underground that nobody knows about it. You have the Demir version. There's the Simic version. There's so many versions of Merfolk, and we're still suck, stuck here twiddling our thumbs with Azorius and Bant. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Come on, be my heroes. Be, come on, guys and girls out there. I, I Seriously, I would like a Betty Lou... Betty Lou Reynolds come out of nowhere and just go, hey, you know what? I, I'm going to stick here's the flag and take Yeah, why not? Yep. You know, I've seen Marin. I don't know if you've seen Marin MTG. She's a oh. young lady on the West Coast. She brave, right, makes this great content, and she's constantly built, making, you know, great, stupid decks that she just win. Yep, and she's not that. afraid to challenge herself. Come on. Yeah. If she can do it, why can't we? Sure. Have the gonads. Yeah. Innovate. Innovate. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I got preachy. It's Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I noticed. Where's but no, you're right. You're right, though. You're right. You know, you're absolutely right, though. Like, sometimes we have to step outside of our comfort zone and try something new. That's what D Star did, and it paid off. And Hell, good chess guy. Yeah. I mean, you got white blue. You, know, you should talk to about that Tuesday Tastic. Yeah, well, that's the only reason why I brought it up because Tuesday Tastic is <laughs> desperate to build a Just Guy deck, and I'm like, okay, if if you can build it, if you make it, they'll come. You know, funny story. When I first started playing Modern, I wanted to play black. <clears throat> I did. Black was my favorite magic color. It's dark, <clears throat> a little skull icon. Um, it's spooky. It's creepy. So I was originally going to build us for spirits. And I, and I tried it for a little bit. I have my lingering souls in my deck. I have some fatal push. Right. You know, and for me, it didn't really work. But I was also a new player that just started playing magic. That's you know? all right. So, well, that, that's the, 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 now that you're the experienced guy, come, go back. Let's go. Let's see what you can do. You got that pestilence spirit that I was telling you about. Yeah. Make a, make a Rakdos. Rakdos. You want to stun everybody? Rakdos. People like... Racto spirits? What? Yep. No, no, no. Spirits is Azorius, the opposite color code of yep. what you no. Mm-hmm. No. Let me get to my next question because I think we've had a lot of fun here. With New Copena on the horizon. Okay, it's only about a month away, right? Wow. Spoilers should be coming out momentarily i think uh mark rosewater should be releasing it either this monday or the following monday one of the kind of like preview things that he talks about or mm-hmm. yeah i can't wait to go over it yeah. what are you hoping for for spirits besides the peekaboo and the quarters attendant and in in the next mausoleum water what are you what are you hoping for um I had a feeling that I, I know the set is like sort of like mafia crime esque and has something to do with like demons and monsters and stuff. So like, so maybe maybe some type of like mono white or Orzhov spirit that has an interesting ability um, that lets us grind a little bit better. Like, um, what's a card in humans? Um, 
two mana, black card, looks at the opponent's hand, takes a card from them. Oh, I know what you're talking about, but I, I don't know. I can't think of it. Freebooter. Like something like that would be interesting. You know, like a two mana, um, two one flying when it enters the battlefield, look at your opponent's hand, take one instant or sorcerer, take one non creature spell, exile it, put it under, and when it dies, they get it back. You know, sort of like a queller, but it looks at the opponent's hand. Something like that would be neat. Um like a white one mana spirit with a cool ability would be neat. Like you mm -hmm. know, I, I can't say peekaboo, but you know, <laughs> something, <laughs> something like that. That's no blue sheet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, or maybe, um, maybe, I mean, this is a, another answer that might be a little bit boring, but like think about champion of the parish, right? Champion of the parish. So like one mana white, one, one fire. When a spirit enters the battlefield, gets a plus one, plus one counter. Okay, um, but if I was flying, I'd be pretty strong. That would be too Maybe, strong. Yeah, it, probably a little too, too it, it, like it, like I was like if you you gave it like non-flying, you know. Yep. Or or like um, I don't think it'd be interesting. I was thinking about this. What about like a white like a Caucasian lord? Yeah, me saying that. Caucasian spirit lord that. Wait, wait, wait! I can't wait till you go to your LGS. Go, you know? Do you have one of those lords? You know the this particular lord. They're gonna look yeah. at you like, what? What are you Get talking here. about here? Yeah, some type of two mana lord, but instead of being like just a vanilla, like all spirits get plus one plus one, add some like all spirits get plus one plus one in board one. Right. You know, so like, so if you're gonna target any of these spirits, cost one extra mana for you to do that. Something like a ward, like a ward. Yeah, ward. I would, I'd be, I would, I'd be okay with a ward. Yep, like some type of ward built in ward effect. Cause that seems to be a keyword they're using more often. Um, they're they're not really keen on hexproof anymore. So some type of ward effect on a spirit. A ward of lo losing one life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. Or ward ward where we get to draw a card. Ooh, we're getting more card draw. I'm just saying, like, give us a white lord. Uh, Go. okay white <laughs> in a generic okay give your spirits plus one plus one and all your spirits have ward uh one where they become the target of spell you draw a card for that ward cost yep just, just saying that that's that, strong. And, strong and the best part is a defensive card it's not an aggressive card it's a defensive yeah. it's it's a passive card sure and i'm okay yeah. with that i'm like it, it would suck like Please target my creatures, please. Yeah. Oh, or, yeah. Or you know, like you were talking about phasing, maybe something phasing. Um, maybe something where phase out opponent's creature, like um, until end of turn. You know, yeah. like in your opponent's upkeep, you phase out a ragavan, you flash it in, ragavan's phase out the end of the turn, no attacks from that. I hear you. There's there's a lot of interesting things they could do. I think. Um, or another good white removal spell, you know. Talking about non-spirits, we've got a lot of good white removal spells. We got Prismatic Ending, we have Portable Hole, we have March of Otherworldly Light, we have Path to Exile, we have Solitude. White's been really ramping up on their removal. Mm -hmm. So something something of that sort would be interesting. Or even another spirit with removal like Skyclip Apparition. I'm okay with that. You know, yeah. to, to like a, like a Portable Hole Spirits. <laughs> Yeah, I'll a, 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 think about it. A portable whole spirit. Yeah, I'm okay yep. with a portable whole spirit. Yep. 
Exile, put it under it. When it dies, get it back. We call it Holy Spirit. Yep. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Except it's whole life and why. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I feel bad for the viewing audience, like or listening audience. Like this dude just cracks himself up. This is awful. He he, he laughs at his own dad jokes. Yeah, I know, I right? Yes. yes, I do. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you can find Doctor Katz on t- on Twitter at uh, Doctor Katz eleven, or yep. on Twitch Doctor Katz XI, which means eleven in Roman numerals. So Correct. check him out. Uh, the, we're coming to the last question here, so I want to make sure we threw that out there. Sure. I don't. You're aware that let's say about what three weeks ago, New Capenna, okay, they spoiled some lambs, okay. They ended up spoiling the triomes. They got one that's a forest plains and island, and it's called Sparrow's Headquarters. Do you think we'll see that card in Bant or potentially in Urion? The only reason why I bring it up in Urion is because it's playing the Rogrin Trium. So I'm like, let's get rid of that Rogrin Trium. It doesn't fit our thing. It's like the feng shui doesn't work correctly there. Let's let's put Sparrows in there. Sure. What do you think? So maybe. I mean, the advantage of playing it on Bant is you got access to all three colors on one land. Right, mm-hmm. which is nice, admittedly. Disadvantage is it's tap, which is a little bit of a problem only because you know, with spirits as an aggro deck and the tempo deck, you kind of want to curve out. Like, you don't want to be like playing that and then not be able to play your noble higher turn one, or playing that and not be able to play your spell caller turn two, or something. Mm-hmm. So, it depends. I think could have application in Bant. And regarding the Urian Spirit Spell, I, I think it sort of doesn't matter. I mean, it depends, like, because the the whole reason the Urian Sparrow spell plays uh, Triumph is so that way, if you're going to use Prismatic Ending, you can exile mm-hmm. something for one mana, two mana, or three mana. Right. So Prismatic Ending needs three colors. doesn't matter which three colors. Right. So mm-hmm. unless you're going to play, like, throw a Collective Company in the deck or, um, like, some red spell, like Lightning Bolt or Ragaman mm-hmm. Spirits, somebody suggested at one point, um, which I... I detest. I don't want to see Ragavan spirits, but hey, maybe people need to innovate and do that, right? Um, maybe if maybe it. if maybe if they ban it, would we get a spirit monkey? The only, yeah, there you go. Because we already got the spirit. They already made a spirit. Uh, the karmic spirit guy, the the one red monkey that you discard and get a one red mana. Yep. So we already yeah. have one spirit monkey. Maybe we'll get Ragavan as Another a spirit, spirit monkey. monkey. Yeah. But see, and that'll be our peek- That would be our version of peekaboo. See, then you'll have the love-hate relationship because you were bit by a monkey and you love spirits, so you'll be like conflicted. Yeah, I'll be torn like that stupid monkey. Very torn. Speaking of monkey, I mean, the only advantage I'd see if you played in Urian is like you fetch him, people like, oh, it's got some advanced spirits. And I was like, no, I'm playing Urian spirits. Okay. (laughs) But then you reveal Urian anyways, so. I mean, it's a neat land. Um, It could see flame bant, but tap lands are a little hard to play Mm -hmm. if you're not playing a control deck, but. Some people like Glass Pool Mimic. You know, we've been surprised before, so potentially. I mean, Glass Pool Mimic is one of those cards, I'll be honest with you. In Spirits, it's like, it works. It works great, but it's, like, weird. It's like, we want to not like it, but we should like it a lot more. I I had mixed feelings on that card because when it first came out, I was playing with it. I was facing my friend who plays Bird, and I <clears throat> played a spell color and 
quelled like a lava spike, then, you know, that violon three put another spell queller and called a bolt and then another spell queller. And I was like, this card's great. Like, it's amazing. Just keep copying my apparitions and spell colors. But then I had another game where I need to play it as a land. And I was just like, ah, damn it. Like, you know, I can't, like, I don't want to play a turn one because I want to play Mausoleum Water. I don't want to play a turn two because I want to play my Phantom. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess I could play a turn three, but now I can't play Queller until next turn. The next turn. Yep. And so, like, that's the issue with tap land sometimes, I think. Like, they're really good when they're not tapped, but when they are tapped, it's like, uh, you have to take off a turn. And sometimes, especially with modern right now, and Spirit says that it's hard to take off a turn. You know, it can be hard to kind of just say, "Hey, you go, I'll skip my turn." Yeah. I hundred percent agree. You can't, you can't take a turn off. You have to. Mm, mm, Absolutely. Yeah. And the that's the best thing about the channel. It's they do not come into play tapped. Oh my what? god! Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, that is the best thing. Hundred percent. And uncounterable. Uncounterable. Oh, so. that's, that's, a, that's the cherry on top. Yes, it is. There's a fat guy who likes cake and pie with cherries on top. Yeah. yeah. They're Definitely. very good. Yeah, they're very good. Look cherries on top? Yes. Cherries on top are always good. Now, oh, you're talking about the channel is. Yes. Yes. Those are very good, too. Yeah. 100%. Yep. <laughs> cherries are good on top. They don't have pits on them. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're called Marigino cherries, and it's pretty bad that a fat guy like me knows Marigino cherries. Yep. Absolutely. That's why I'm an extra, extra large. Yep. So, Dr. Katz, we've come to the end of the show. Share with us, uh, proselytize with us uh, some things, please. Oh, in terms of like doing a plug? Yeah. So, yeah. so as you mentioned before, um, you can find me, Dr. Katz11, on Twitter. Um, pretty active on there. Um, I might start streaming soon, but I've been saying that for a while. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, I'll actually start with Dr. Katz XI on Twitch. Um, and I'd like to plug my local game star, um, Jupiter Games, which is located in Binghamton, New York. It is um, downstate New York. Um, we kind of call it upstate because we're upstate from New York City, but we're closer to Pennsylvania. Jupiter Games hosts a Friday night modern event. They do EDH. Um, if you're in the area, come and say hi. There you go. Sure. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening. Uh, like Dr. Katz is, he's going to try to play MTG ectoplasm gameplay coming soon. We just filmed the intro, the, the you know, the little the, uh, spot to, you know, the title card for the show. We got that done. I'm playing more MTGO, so know that I'm getting better at it. You know, I'm really, I'm not going to say I'm really great at paper. Let's be honest. I'm going to be humble. I'm really, I'm good. Okay. 20 years of experience. I better damn be good, but I'm learning MTGL. I want to make sure that I, I, you know, I give the the community what they deserve. A person who uh, takes names and kicks ass. You know what I mean? So MTG ectoplasm gameplay is coming soon. IRL usually on Tuesdays, if I can get down to it. So uh, Dr. Katz, anything else you want to share with the spirit, spirit community before we end the show? I think that's it. But thank you for having me, right? And thank no. you to the Ravishing Renata as well for being well, we'll our tech on the side. There you go. So Ravishing, <laughs> the Ravishing one, the one, the only. Can I have my March of uh, uh, Unholy Light? Uh, you plead the fifth. You plead the fifth. Well, <laughs> you're, you're running for Supreme Court? Maybe. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what, what? What's going on here? I thought this was a magic podcast. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> 
So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you. Please don't forget to hit that follow, like, subscribe button. Uh, if you have any uh, things that you want to see on the show, some uh, things that you want me to talk about on the show, mtgectoplasm at gmail.com or follow me on MTG Twitter. I, I would appreciate uh, MTG ectoplasm Twitter. Sorry. I would appreciate it. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, the next time you're kicking your opponent's ass, make sure they say that's bullshit. <laughs>